0: Well, we are back, and we yeah. have a baby, but she is sleeping right now. And There Hashtag might be winning. a cut, and then there might a baby might appear. So, there's just that might happen. <laughs> yeah, have... this is
1: the first episode we've recorded on the fierce parenting side, mm-hmm. and actually, we're recording this one before any other marriage stuff because you know we got to talk about
0: some real time. The stuff. elephant
1: in the room. All right, the 900 pound gorilla,
0: <laughs> Sunny Carol. <laughs> Sunny.
1: Yeah, so our, our new lovely baby daughter number yeah. four. Yes. The Lord saw fit to give us four daughters. daughters. And boy, am I thankful. This is the sweetest little baby. So, we're just going to talk through the experience of, I mean, not in great details. Lena wrote the rundown. What are we talking through today? And then we'll.
0: We're just going to kind of go through how it all went down. We'll give you some glimpses of the birth story. I'm not one to post everything everywhere because that's just between us (laughs) Uh, and the Lord talking about you know bringing a new baby home when there's other children and how to deal with that um, hearts Mm. and attitudes logistics um, and including your community in this new time um, letting people help you how to remain intimate we're going to touch on that just a little bit because we are going to talk about that on the um, fierce marriage side of things but uh, so just kind of giving you some real time I don't know thoughts uh, from the Fredericks as we bring home our fourth baby girl so as we brought her home. She's home now. She's in the other room. Okay. She's here. Don't <laughs> worry.
1: We'll see you on the other side. You know, part of me didn't miss recording. <laughs> well,
0: don't say that. <laughs> but part of
1: me really did. That's the yes. thing. Is there some of this that it's very... We, we enjoy doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll speak for both of us. Yeah, it's But nice I didn't rhythm. mind having like... 3 weeks off yeah. which we guys okay well so the fierce parenting podcast is about a, a little over a year old but on the marriage side we're we're in like the 6th year of doing it and I I can't I can count on one hand I think the number of weeks we've taken off I can count on like 3 fingers the number of weeks we've not posted
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh Last week would be one of those. <laughs> um, so anyway, it felt good to have a break. Yes, um, but, and
0: that was only because one of our children was in the hospital, so we will talk about that. So a bunch of slackers uh, right here.
1: So if you don't know who we are, the slackers, <laughs> my name is Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena, mother of my four daughters. Um, and we are the Fredericks. We've been doing this ministry stuff for almost almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And God has been gracious to us. This is actually what we do full-time mm-hmm. now. We, we encourage and build up marriages and parents, families, mm-hmm. um, in in light of the gospel. Yeah. Um, we are families built for the glory of Christ and we're so glad that you joined us and we hope that this edifies you. If it does help you, one way you can help us is smash that subscribe button if mm-hmm. you're on YouTube. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, take a moment, especially on the parenting side, leave a rating and a review. That really does help us. That helps get, tell tell the al- algorithmic <laughs> overlords, as I call them, it tells them that this content is helpful to others and they will hopefully show it to show it to new people so that's our, that's who we are thanks for joining us <laughs> yeah. selena i can't wait to talk about this with you
0: yes we are just going to share some real life lessons and in real time because we do get yeah. asked this a lot you know how do you stay intimate after a baby and how do you stay close because new babies take a lot of work you know you gotta feed them you gotta change yeah. them and they're messy and there's they don't have a schedule yet and so our you know we'll just i'll start a couple of weeks back so she's i want to ask one question okay. first
1: what's the baby's full name
0: her full name is Sunny Alethea Bess Frederick. If you haven't mm. read it on our socials, Sunny uh, was kind of just a contender months ago. We just really liked it, and it kind of grew on us as with her her sec, first middle name, <laughs> Alethea. Actually, the
1: Greek beneath the word Sunny is perfection.
0: Oh. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. It's Hebrew. No, but so the girls, <laughs> our other three girls, kind of assumed that that was her name if she yeah. was going to be a girl, and we didn't really have other ones kind of in the popper that well
1: we thought we did but then it was like choke yeah like a choked
0: it's okay there was a lot happening (laughs) okay uh so sunny just she's bright she is warm and so sweet and she really kind of shines god's truth to us every day which Which is aletheia
1: aletheia is is actually greek (laughs) and it means truth uh, and then and we um,
0: had to kind of, at least I had to, I felt like I was clinging to a little bit more of God's truth in some ways mm. for this pregnancy as I was 40 and it was our fourth and she was a bit of a surprise to me, not to him apparently, but, <laughs> uh,
1: but also we had a few uh, kind of hiccups in yeah. the, in the gestation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, all of our daughters, by the way, have two middle names. So this, we had to, we couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> could fumble on now. the first yard line here. <laughs> but, uh, so B- Bess is the third Name, <laughs> Bess is my grandmother's name. Yeah, and I, we and you knew her we both well. Yes, yeah, and she was just so uh, yeah, such an amazing woman. My mom's mom spent a lot of time at her house growing up. So yeah, that's our that's, that's the name we went with. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get on board with Sunny. It took me a took me a solid week. I was like asking her like, should we change the name? And I was like, and if it was like it was like this thorn in my side. And then I just being with her, I'm like, yeah, this is the kid's name. Yeah. It's good.
0: And I think it was hard because it was a bit of a shock. Like. We didn't know what we were having, a girl or a boy. We found out. um, We had reasons to suspect a boy. A boy, yeah. So we kind of had a boy name lined up. We were like ready to go. And then we're like, oh, it's a girl. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we know this. But also what names were we thinking? (laughs) Let's go back. So um, anyways, for those of you curious about, here's a quick birth story. Um, Tuesday I went into the doctor. She did kind of some of her work to kind of get labor started. And I was uncomfortable the rest of Tuesday night. Woke up Wednesday about three, feeling some contractions. Thought that you know, it's. I knew it was something I couldn't just sleep off. <laughs> so apparently, a, I was sleeping it off because we went home and we slept. <laughs> I just timed them the whole and whole made thing. sure that it was actually what it was, and the apps like you should go to the hospital. And I was like, well, let's check this out for so another just thirty pan, minutes. It. <laughs> yes, and so <laughs> I texted and called my mom because I knew by the time my mom got here for the other kids, and by the time we got out of the 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 door, um, you know, it, time would be flying, and so um, I the contractions started to pick up. I went out to our garage to look for a sleeping bag for him, for at the hospital. I'm digging through bins <laughs> in between contractions. <laughs> well, you're getting other stuff ready. Sorry. So about we arrived at the hospital about 4 a.m. Kind of funny. The only entrance is open is the ER, and there was construction right in front of it. And so Ryan rolls down his window and he's like, "Hey, my wife's having a baby."
1: <laughs> it's like out of a movie. It was yeah, hilarious. It's in the
0: dark, and they're like, "Oh, congratulations!" As they like move their Trucks and stuff, and so it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so we're checking in, and then I, I hear somebody moaning behind me. It sounds like another mama, and for sure, right there, another mama coming in. Uh, we are both just kind of like, Yep, it's happening. We are, it was their third, it's our fourth, and we're just all kind of bent over, <laughs> waiting through those contractions, and then we're good. Uh. Um, so th- her husband's <laughs> wheeled us up, <laughs> and my water broke in triage. They sent me back immediately. Uh, and baby came pretty fast. So I think we like checked in at like four 30 and she came at seven 45. He got to catch her, um, and call, holler out her gender. And yeah, it was just so, I felt like it was pretty, I mean, it was intense, but it was peaceful too. Like I just, it was so beautiful it was and like, perfect.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but happened so fast, from, so fast. From, 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 I feel like in general, but then when catching this child, it's like it happened so fast. I'm glad we got video. Then one of the nurses took, yeah, they video. just grab
0: your phone and video the whole thing. <laughs> if you want, uh,
1: of course. And that, I mean, that's kind of, it helps because otherwise you just, it's all just a blur, um, but you did so great. You were awesome. Yeah.
0: Like, she was our biggest baby came but out. You,
1: you handled it like a champ. And I think you just had this resolve. Like I'm, I'm not trying to, this is how I viewed you it was like, you're not trying to mince words with this laboring process. You're like, this is a means to an end. Yeah. I want oh, yeah. this child in yep. my arms. Yep. You weren't like, this is not something I'm not that any mom really relishes like, labor, but I feel like sometimes it can be like about the process. And, yeah. And like that was not you. And I'll take but,
0: it because I have to take it. But <laughs> I'm very, was very excited to hold that new little baby. Mm, so she's our biggest, eight so pounds good. three ounces, um, healthy. Uh, we had to stay an extra night cause I was like group strep positive and so they, she came so fast that they didn't get enough antibiotics in me the first time so they wanted to monitor her for another night which was great. Um, so we came home after two nights. The girls did not get to meet her in the hospital. Thanks stupid COVID Thanks regulations. Thanks <laughs> um, But they got to meet yeah. her when we got home a, and that yeah. was really sweet. Uh, and they just fell in love with her of course. And then, uh, so this was what Friday? We came home, and then Monday I had an appointment with our pediatrician, and she had a little, um, it looked like baby acne under her arm that had gotten irritated, Uh, kind of looked like a spider bite or something, and so I showed it to him, and he was like, hmm, that doesn't look right. He lanced it, cultured it, and he's like, honestly, yes, he's like, it kind of looks like MRSA, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) She's like not even a week old or whatever, or she was a week old almost. Anyways... Uh, He had us direct admitted to the children's hospital that's local here, and I was taking my one and a half week old over there, and I was kind of freaking out, was not what I expected.
1: Um,
0: Went there, they had to give her a little IV port, so she's screaming, and you know, they're wonderful, they know how to deal with babies, but I'm calling him, we're calling our friends, we're trying to get childcare lined up, Um, so... This was a little bit crazy, and then I stayed in the hospital with her, of course, because I'm nursing her, and he went home, and, you know, rooms are tiny, and it was just crazy, and you're sleeping on chairs, and I don't know, I I was okay with it until that second night, and I was just almost, I was just in tears, and texting him, and calling, and just like, I just don't want to do this anymore, and so they thought it was MRSA, I don't, it wasn't, um, but because babies are so young and they don't have as many barriers as, as we do to be able to kind of fight off anything, um, the only antibiotics they can give them are at the hospital because they have to be monitored so closely, so.
1: Well, because this is not something that just goes away. It, it can go away, but it can also go a lot worse very quickly. Very
0: quickly, it can get, they can go to meningitis or pneumonia or it can get into their, their blood and become. they can become sepsis. And so it was just, there's a lot of big scary words that were thrown around out there. Of course, and you don't uh, want to Google things like this Yes, <laughs> in the moment. And so, so we just, we called on our community, mm-hmm. our family, we prayed, we posted a few things. Um, a lot of it was just precautionary, but we were just so grateful that we, we did what we did. Um, and she came home. Uh, so that was, we celebrated her two weeks first of life in the hospital, again, <laughs> two floors up from where she was delivered. And then um, we came home and now she's good. She, she would never had a fever. She was never, it never seemed like she was really sick, but yeah. uh, it was kind of a crazy first two weeks, not our normal. Um, two weeks, and so we just figured we'd share that out front because we. I was like, I don't want to hide this. I want people to know, and for prayers. And we're so grateful to our fierce parenting and fierce marriage community for praying. So thank you. Yeah. If that was you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, we definitely yeah. felt those. I had so much peace, uh, even amidst the turmoil. I had so much peace. So. Uh,
1: yeah, our community around us was awesome too. Uh, it really, I think, to share a little bit about the. Um, empathy that it kind of gave us to know yes like to be in the hospital with a newborn after the newborn's supposed to be home and healthy right now it this as far as like what could hospitalize a newborn this is about as tame i think as it could be i think so
0: yeah i mean we've dealt with hospitals when when he was when we were first married but we were kids i mean we were so naive and so just yeah. didn't know the repercussions of what was going on with him. And then as a parent taking a newborn or taking a baby or taking any child mm. to the hospital and having them have to be hooked up, monitored, vitals, you know, heavy-duty antibiotics, all these kind of kinds of mm. things, um, it definitely gives you a new perspective and some new empathy for parents who are going through having to have their child in the hospital for longer periods of time and Goodness. dealing with... You know, things like cancer, or leukemia or, you know, other things that you just don't know. And so I was just, OK, Lord, like, what are you teaching us in this season? What can we glean here and how can we um, not just learn it to know it, but to uh, apply it in other situations of 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 friends or people that we know yeah. who might be walking through that? So,
1: yeah. So I think it's helped me pray differently yeah. for friends who have suffered a loss. Mm mm-hmm. In, oh, in a hospital yeah. or yeah. suffered some sort of trauma in a hospital bec- with, it, their with a child. yeah. Um, it's helped me to yeah pray i think differently for them and have a um you know not that we have to feel our prayers for them to be affected like you can pray without understanding someone's right. plight but um it helped me well i think maybe another takeaway is it's helped me know how to care for people yeah. in that in those seasons a little yes. bit better. Yes. I was blown away by our community good friend of mine one of my actually probably my oldest friend. Timmy, he, I posted on Facebook and, um, and, and Twitter and whatnot and Tim uh, reached out to me. Um, I've known him since I was like 12 or 13. Like
0: mm-hmm. he, he's still just been local and yeah,
1: yeah. He's just kind of been always just, he's, he's a straight shooter like, he, he, you know, he's he's great. Um, and we we haven't stayed in touch terribly well but he reached out, he's like, hey, what do you need? <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, we're praying for you, how can I help, like do you do you need anything? It was instead like, what do you need? I'm pulling meat out of the freezer. I'm pulling extra out for you. Like I was like, okay, like, we actually didn't need food the next day. We had someone else, yeah. I think, maybe covering. Or we had planned I had something, and I was like, well, I'm not gonna. So he brought to the hospital this amazing uh, pulled mm-hmm. pork meal. Fed our family two times, mm-hmm. um, and that, and and I got to wrap my arms around him, give him a hug. I Hadn't seen him in years, mm-hmm. and he was like, all right, well, let's hang out soon. See ya, <laughs> And he just left. Uh, but that to me is just like the king. The that is the family of Christ. Yeah. Doing what the family of Christ does, and of course, you don't have to be a Christian to have a family love on you and be be there for you. But I think it's very unique; yeah. uh, it has unique expressions within uh, God's body, uh, Christ's body. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So that was a kind of a bit of a roller coaster, but we are so grateful yeah, for good. it. God, yeah. is, God is faithful.
1: We may have not missed a week had uh, the child not been in. In the hospital, yes. so I'm just saying. He had
0: asked me on the way to the doctor's appointment. was <laughs> like, "Hey, do you want to record this week?" And I was like, "Well, I oh, you could mean after probably." All this before all this happened, remember you were like, "Hey, just think about it when you go to the doctor." I don't know, just if you want to record. this that? week. you did, yeah. I do not Monday. remember that. It was before we went. You we knew about the hospital because anything. you
1: guys. It was like you didn't even have a baby. You, you, I will Selena say, was like, she, I will say, she like.
0: He kind of got sick. out of the hospital out of <laughs> he kind of got sick at the hospital and so it was a bit of a rough like I I just didn't want to bother him when he was sleeping because I was like I could do this um, she came out beautifully like there was not a lot of pain even with the other three there was more than this and so I pregnancy was rough but delivery and everything was I felt great after like two days and so I just but you still have to you know be aware of your body and everything so <laughs> anyways I I'm grateful for that recovery. It's been wonderful but it was it praise God that it was I he, I would just was feeling the way I was because I felt like I, I wouldn't have been able you to it. But, do everything yeah, that wasn't required in those next week or so. Um, so anyways
1: and oh, this is too much information. <laughs> I got into clamming with the girls and took the two older girls to the coast to go razor clam digging, which took us away from you, but it was totally fine. It was good. You did great. It was fine. Um, You should go get the baby.
0: I should. Pause.
1: She'll be right back.
0: Uh, Just kidding. Phantom cry. (laughs) Or she cried and she's back asleep. So we are okay for now.
1: Time to... Bust out our librarian yeah. voices.
0: Time to go fast. <laughs> yeah. So
1: okay, so let's get into the practical stuff. So we've yes. kind of shared the experience. And the way the reason we shared the experience, and I'm listening to it and I'm like, do people care about this? Well, it's a parenting podcast, and I think I care about people. Some parents do care about this, particularly the moms.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, um, anyway, hope that was enjoyable on some level for you. Now we're gonna get into the practical stuff. Yeah. Yep. So what is that?
0: Um, so I hear there she is. <laughs> Uh, We're gonna talk about assimilating the baby into your family, Mm. so bringing him home. What does that mean? I'll be right back.
1: How do you assimilate a baby into a podcast? This is how.
0: And (laughs) ta-da! Ta-da! Cut, she's here. (laughs) If only it was that easy, right? So here is little Sunny, she's kinda just waking up. She might be a little grumpy. But.
1: Gotta be close. cute, Simba. (laughs) If you're not watching this on the YouTube channel, you should probably go subscribe to the YouTube channel right now for more of this cuteness.
0: Hi, baby.
1: Hello, sunny girl.
0: Ugh.
1: Yeah, so she's going to hang out with us here. She um, is
0: going to hang out. This is our first video with a baby because we always did podcasts, but we never did video. And so
1: that's true. We, that's right. I was
0: able to do podcasting while having a baby here. And that is not so true. Videos. I forgot about I know, that. she's our first. That's awesome. So Hi. Oh. assimilating babies into your family. If you have other children, I have just found that encouraging siblings to help, uh, this is such a good opportunity for them to build life skills, (laughs) to build relationships with their other siblings, if there are others, um, and just encourage them to help. They want to be a part of it. What can they do? What are tasks that they can do? Can they hold the baby? Can they burp the baby? Can they get diapers? Can they, you know, what can they do to, to help because they want to help? And it helps them feel a part of it. And I think, how can they even help themselves? I think too. You know, our three-year-old, she's capable of. I put snacks down low. She knows where they're at. She'll go get it. If she wants a mm-hmm. snack. Like it's just one less thing for for you to have to do as a mom. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're. <laughs> I would
1: add to that, encouraging siblings to help. That calling them up to a, a new level of maturity. Right. right? It, it's kind you're of a rite of passage. Helping them to kind of like. Yeah, so. They're the, discipling them, essentially. You are, yeah. And yeah. you're calling them up and saying, okay, this is, you're giving them an opportunity to grow into this new role yes. that they have as, a, as an older sibling. Uh, our three year old's been the one that's shown the most growth in this.
0: Which I think it usually is kind of the youngest one, sure. that one that is, you know, becoming that big sister or big brother. Yeah. Um,
1: but in terms of her sleeping, like she's really, yeah. she's really stepped up <laughs> uh, in that area, which I, which we appreciate. Thank goodness. Um, and even in in terms of obedience, I think, and, mm-hmm. and just wanting to be helpful. Um, yeah, that has been cool.
0: Yeah, it's just such an opportunity be, to be able to cultivate and disciple your children to think beyond themselves, no matter what age they are. Like, hey, can you help mommy with this? Or that really yeah. blesses mommy when you do this. This blesses yeah. the heart of Jesus when you obey or when you bless my, you know. There's yeah. just ways, I think, of of teaching them how to understand, you know, how good and beautiful and right and wonderful it is to be a helper, you know. Yeah,
1: um, I, I, I incept ideas as well into our little daughters because they're all we are all girls, and so what I say to them is, I say, uh, and this is very intentional, it says, you're gonna be an amazing mommy one day. You're an awesome sister, you're gonna be a great mother one day. Granted, I don't know what God has in store for them, when, and what that's gonna look like, but I want them to to see motherhood as a good, like a good, Mm -hmm. worthy thing to step up into, Mm -hmm. and that motherhood is an honor, and it is a blessing, and it is not something that uh, they have to, resign themselves to in a negative way you resign yourself to it in a way that it's you resign yourself to god's blessings um yeah so other than that so (laughs) cultivating think of others Uh, do you want to talk about the the sibling fights
0: yeah just be ready for (laughs) you know it's a time of transition and so siblings are gonna be dealing with emotions they're gonna be dealing with behaviors and all of that and that takes some time a couple weeks sometimes months to kind of level out um but again keeping their eyes on on helping keeping their eyes on you know it's okay to acknowledge the struggles you should like hey i know that you're feeling a lot of things right now and i love you and let's let's just know that mommy Mm -hmm. loves you and finding that time intentionally with each of them whether it's reading a book or having them help Mm -hmm. you with a meal or hold the baby like just kind of getting those one-on-one moments um throughout the day i think with other siblings is really great so it's good give
1: grace i want to talk about this for a minute because i remember you you really struggled with feeling the need to get back to normal life. Yeah. Like, okay, because you saw this, okay, I've got the labor <laughs> out of the way, the baby's here, now let's get on with it, right? Yes. Um, yes. Whereas, okay, with our first kids, I remember very, very distinctly that was not the case. It was like, we, I mean, we had our first daughter December 1st. We didn't actually continue back to normal life because the holidays and whatnot yeah. until like the first or second week in January. Yeah. So there was about four weeks of, yeah. Something other than normal life. Um, and th- and that was very welcome. and this is not like that. yeah, so how did you process through that? Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know if it's the fourth child or if you know recovery was just so quick. I was just I just wanted to make I wanted to, yes, I wanted to get back to kind of our normal rhythms because I think that helps us, you know the boundaries they just really help establish us as a family. Um, but also I had to recognize like this is this is a time of celebrating a new life. And mm. Ryan always just says, enjoy your baby. Like don't just I, I'm so quick to get the task list out, the checklist. Okay, feed the baby, put the baby down for nap. Okay, time to do school or do this or do that or clean the house. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, just stop and celebrate. Hold your baby. Enjoy your baby. Enjoy the moments that you get with them and take take it slow. Okay. And be okay with mm the messes and the routines being a little, you know, wanky right now, but wonky, that's the word. We'll go with wanky, it's okay. So, um, just, I think Ryan it's just been so encouraging for me to do that. Good, um,
1: good, I'm glad you say that. Yeah. Um, all right, so logistics and community. Yeah. Uh, we had someone, a dear friend, set up a meal train She did, and she us.
0: had asked me, a little bit beforehand, she was like, well, how, how do you want to do meal train? And mm. what can we do? And honestly, like having food come every day was a little much. I think every two <laughs> days I said, uh, because then it would give us time to kind of eat all the food. <laughs> when you um, had a brilliant was,
1: strategy too, to kind of help filter out some of the, the, uh, cause you don't want 10 days straight of spaghetti. Yeah. Or, no. So you said, what did you say?
0: I just said, well, it does. I mean, having too much acid is not good for me or the baby it would just keeps us up at night um but just Which isn't having spaghetti sauce <laughs> yeah but we had spaghetti and it was great it was uh, great it was great <laughs> i think it's just i was just like if we can just have you lots of protein and less tomato stuff like that's great like yeah. i'm happy with that and Brilliant. it's winter people gave us so much like homemade sourdough and homemade soups oh, my and it's just amazing we have loved and every minute desserts, of yeah. oh my gosh so breads and desserts the meal train is yep. is so great Good, um, and so, also you. have yeah.
1: So you were really proactive on that end, and some we had well, some friends that were proactive. We
0: had friends that were proactive. We and had our so church helpful. that was proactive. Yeah, they our asked,
1: pastors texting me saying, "Can we send you flowers?" And yeah, like, can we give well, you? Not, food? I'm not one to review, refuse flowers.
0: And <laughs> yeah, and they were going to throw us a little baby shower too. Like they were just. We haven't been in this church six months. I mean, it's just got. Us They've so been good. so sweet
1: to us. Yeah. Um, so with the other kids in the house, one of the things that's been crucial is is how do we uh, manage the, the chaos and the, the competition for attention, the competition mm-hmm. for wh- anything, really.
0: Yeah, because we really value um, order and peace in the home because it's really hard to thrive or be productive otherwise when, yeah. you know. And yes, there is chaos in our home. and <laughs> But to, in it's order to kind of clean assuage at one time. <laughs> and, and
1: to minimize chaos, you had already set aside some crafts,
0: yeah, I Activities. had, I mean, Christmas had just happened, so we had a bunch of things that had not kind of gotten in, kids hadn't gotten into. Um, friends had ideas like um, get a CD player, and then you can get a few audio books for the kids. I mean, CD, books on CD are so cheap. And so I also had... Also library. Yes. The no library and I had those <laughs> set aside, and I didn't tell the kids, and so... When they went to my mom's, I was like, here's a bag of goodies for the next couple of days, like for the kids to- When the delivery was happening. Yes, yeah. when the delivery was happening. And gotcha. I made a list of you know crafts that we've wanted to do, we haven't done and things that you've just like, we should do this. And it's like, well, no better time. When you're at home with a baby, didn't they
1: just put we're like in we're in a February now? <laughs> didn't they just put together the gingerbread, a gingerbread farms? For barn, one of my aunts sent us,
0: yes. <laughs> so and they loved it; it was great. The chickens, so,
1: the chickens loved it too. <laughs> they
0: did. We couldn't eat it all, so it was really great. Um, but you just gotta be okay with a little bit of mess. Um, yeah, be intentional about setting some setting aside some things uh, in your. For your kids and you know, it doesn't mm. have to be a lot. I mean my three-year-old was like stickers, you know <laughs> like It doesn't have no. to be a big thing and um, the other thing was we kind of talked about today, but um, you know having a messy house is, is really hard for us sometimes and so Kind of reminding ourselves in those moments of changing our language from one of complaining like gosh This house is so messy or these kids are so loud to thank you Lord for this mess uh, it means that there's life in the house. For what it represents, Yes, yeah. thank you for the children yeah. and the blessings that, that you've given us. Thank you for, you know, health. We are so grateful for health and yeah. all of those things. So um, engage your community. I mean, he was texting his guy friends, and when we were going through the hospital stuff asking for a prayer, I texted a few people, and I was like, we really should post this on social media, not for attention but for prayer because I really – we just need prayer. We need to be surrounded by the body of Christ, people yeah. covering us in prayer and yeah. our babies. So – um just be transparent I think with people about your needs. They want to help and they're not going to judge you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and whether or not you end up back, you know, like we did or just throughout the beginning stages of, you know, uh, assimilating this new child into your right. household. Right. Yeah, so letting people help I think is really is really crucial cuz if you've ever been on the, the side of where you want to help somebody, like it's a blessing to you. Yeah, when you're needing to be able to help somebody. Yeah. And and you do want to spend your own energy time and and resources offering that help because that's how we love one another. And so be, be willing and ready to accept that, that help and do it without any sense of guilt or obligation, but just a joy knowing that these are people are caring for you. They're loving you and Mm -hmm. Lord willing, you have people in your life that are willing to do that. Um, And um, yeah, so
0: I think we're going to move into real quickly because we want to talk about this on the marriage side, but, how to remain intimate um, with your spouse so, yeah. during these times. So um, maybe, and we'll talk about, I think we'll talk about it uh, sexually on the other side, um, because there are, I, I mean, the, the two key words yeah. I would just say is just plan ahead and be creative. <laughs> 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 and maybe another word is is communicate all the way through it. But at, we'll, at,
1: we'll, Actually, at the time this is going out, that will already have aired two days ago. Okay. So. Anyway, if you haven't seen that, go check it out, go check it out. On, uh, on the Fierce Marriage podcast or on the YouTube channel. Just yes. a video before this. Um, um, yeah.
0: But how to, I think as as new parents or parents of more kids, just have grace upon grace. We should always have grace for each other, but especially mm. when you're bringing home a new baby, especially when you guys are tired and being woken up or what whatnot, you know, strategize how at least one parent can get some good rest, right? Understand your needs, voice your needs. Uh, with gratefulness to each other, communicate to each other like your needs, your hurts. I'm always like, okay, I, I don't know if this is hormones. I need you to filter through this with me and just be gracious and know that I'm feeling insecure about some things right now.
1: God was gracious. I, I remember, so the, the months and even like I'd say half a year leading up to the baby arriving, we were already working through a, a, a communication kind of, I'll say, practices that weren't working for us. And one of those was you were asking for help in ways that I wasn't hearing you ask for help. And so kind of what's become, years
0: of marriage, people, we're still working this out. She'd say,
1: you can empty the garbage if you want. And I'm thinking, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do it. And she's saying, I asked you to do it. And I I'm like, you didn't ask to me to do it. I want to help you, but I don't want to take the garbage out unless you ask me to do it. And so, uh, we've been working through that and I've been, um, you know, learning to, uh, it, I think, Direct communication is always better than in like indirect communication because I don't think we should expect people to read into what we say. We should tell them what we mean. Because when and,
0: I'm like, if you want to take the garbage out, can you take it out? And you're like, oh, I don't want to. And then I'm like, well, he doesn't love me. <laughs> like, it just so, and so quickly goes. How, to how that. it changed was
1: either you'll ask. You've asked me a lot more. And I love it because I'm like, yeah, I want to do that and thing I for you. And I love
0: that he loves that. Cause but it if, helps if you me. just
1: say, will you take the garbage out? Yes, sweetheart. <laughs> I'll do that for you. Oh, just but if you say, "Do you want to take the garbage?" out? No, I don't. But I've learned to say, "Are you asking me right now to take the garbage out?" And you'll just say, "Yeah, like, yeah, I'm asking that." So um, that out. helped in this case because yeah. now uh, it's just so natural to say, uh, "I'll say, what do you need? How can I help?" So and beautiful. you feel, uh, and you feel, I think, more at liberty. Again, going in, on twenty years married. Mm-hmm. And so you still grow in these ways, and we, we're the marriage podcast people, right? Uh, and so Selena will feel like, okay, he's loving me right now, and I can I can say it's about you know receiving the help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I need you to take care of dinner tonight. Yeah. Dinner's weighing on me, and I, absolutely. And I just said and he's
0: really good at it.
1: And so for the last uh, two three weeks, uh, not every night, but I've kind of taken it upon myself to make sure the dishwasher's empty. I actually delegate that to the girls because they can do that, and then I refill it and I make sure it runs, and I make mm-hmm. and I try to. So do that every night before we go to bed because mornings are way better that way. And, and it to helps. Counters. That is my only thing. It helps your, it <laughs> helps <cross>. your, heart. <laughs> um, and so that's,
0: that translates over, I think into the, right. into bed, like into the sexual area as well. Like just okay. talking about what your needs that's are. That's not why I do it. Communi- I'm well, I know, but transparency I think has really been key <laughs> yeah. in navigating kind of yeah. all the emotions and frustrations and insecurities. I mean, guys, things have been coming into my head that I'm like, I know would never happen. Like, but i feel insecure things like does he think another girl's prettier than me or does he like want to give that girl more attention because she's more fun and i'm not you know and maybe this is just me but i just was i had to tell him i was like i'm feeling really insecure right now and it's not because of anything you've done it's just kind of kind of where we're at and how you know we've had to refrain from intimacy like physically Mm -hmm. and that's such a a a huge part of our marriage, I think, and and that closeness, and I don't question things, and we have just so much trust. And I was like, oh, why are you know why are we facing some of these battles? And but I can go to him graciously and tr- with all just like humility and transparency, and he's just like so helpful, so loving, so kind, in how he deals with my. I get it, Selena. I'm, I'm, I'm a
1: catch. You are I, I a get catch. It. I'm, glad you I'm did not. That. Uh, I, I'm glad I snagged you before you realized <laughs> <laughs> what you were getting yourself into. Stop. Um, yeah and I think as a husband having grace uh, for your your wife Mm -hmm. as she's stepping into this you know she may already be a mom but this is a new baby so it's a new facet of her motherhood that Mm -hmm. she doesn't have any idea what that's going to really like you are learning in real time Mm -hmm. the baby is could be a complete wild card like god blessed us I mean he blessed us with every child and every child is a blessing it's an extra blessing I'll say that this child has been as chill as she's been Mm -hmm. we're praying that it's stays that way because our third two baby was three, a real bait and switch
0: <laughs> two and three years old yeah, i mean we well, got to get through those years well, i remember
1: lou switching you know like it at, like at week four. Oh, really yeah okay. and it got a lot she got a lot more particular so anyway we're praying that that stays that way so but being gracious toward one another i think yeah. is huge but we're gonna talk about that way more on the, we, we already did talk about that way more on the marriage side yeah. um so make sure you check that out if you missed it um but yeah is that anything else you want to cover
0: i just want to encourage our hearts and encourage your hearts if you're listening that All of this, yes, there's some hard, challenging times, and it's not always easy not connecting Mm. with one another. Um, You can probably hold her if you want. She seems pretty tight. Oh, hold these Um, things? um, But just be encouraged. She likes to be hot. uh, That children are a blessing, no matter how hard and uh, how much work it takes. Like, blessings take work, you know? Children are a blessing, and they don't just show up, and, and they're not there for you to just enjoy the whole time, like, yes, you enjoy them, but that's not their purpose right they're a blessing to the lord family is god's idea these are our three tenets of fierce marriage fierce parenting excuse me so children are blessing family is god's idea so just know that you are engaging god has blessed you equipped you he's put Mm. given you the child that you need for your life for your family uh for a, a purpose that is often greater than you know um and then all of parenting is discipleship so when you see those lines show up on that pregnancy test you are a parent And that is when discipleship starts. So snuggle that baby. Enjoy every moment of, you know, finding out that you're pregnant and even the trying, of course, Um, and all of that that the Lord gives you. Just embrace it. Um, There's just so much purpose in each of those tenets. And so although we share our transparent, you know, struggles, there's so much grace and love in between and so much goodness that uh, we hope you hear through through it as well.
1: Yeah, and next week on the Fierce Parenting Podcast, we're going to be talking about how to catechize your one-month-old using the Westminster Shorter <laughs> Confession. Just play Join it all the there. time. <laughs> no, we're kidding, of course, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention this: uh, our marriage, and we've said this on the marriage side many times, but our our families together because of one reason, and mm-hmm. his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's many occasions in our marriage where we could have just thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and said, you know what? This is too much work. This is too hard. It hurts too much. Love is too difficult. Uh, Grace is too unnatural. Mm. I'm going to walk away. And it was the love of Christ, the love of God in Christ, Mm. proven to us on the cross, given to us through through God's word, and illumined in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that has shown us that, you know what? This covenant is important. Marriage is good. Family is important. Mm -hmm. Family is good. It's God's idea. So if you are married, you're a parent and you don't know who Jesus is, we want to tell you that he is the grounding Mm. context that makes marriage everything it needs to be. And without him, marriage can be, I mean, marriage is tough no matter what, Mm -hmm. but I think without Christ... Without His love and without the Holy Spirit guiding us, the context, I think it's yeah, of, darn near impossible. Yeah. So, uh, but God is gracious in that we want to we want to invite you into a relationship with Jesus if you don't know who He is. So we have a website set up, really simple. thenewsisgood.com. dot com. Check that out. We we would love to uh, to have you count you among our brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. <laughs> Father, thank you for <laughs> kids. Thank you for mm-hmm. the gift it is to be a parent. Uh, thank you for my lovely wife. Thank you for this new baby. We pray for the parents who are um, either new at it or they're stepping into mm. a new facet of parenting with a new child or they are dealing with uh, uncertainty that you would be with them. Be gracious toward them, Lord. Uh, I pray that you would help them wherever they're at and it would be apparent to them that you are with them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. All right. Let's clutch.
0: Sunny says... Sunny says, give me food. It's give me food. It's food time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: She's even cuter with her eyes open. (laughs) That's it. This episode of Fierce Parenting is... In the can. See you again in about seven days. Until next time.
0: Stay fierce. Stay fierce. Bye.